0: All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. And today's episode is going to be full Q and A. We take questions. We've been taking questions this morning from Twitter and Instagram, Ty. Yep. So we got them from both. Try to. We're gonna. I think we're gonna each pick two on this. Try to get through uh, those six. If we have time to get to more, we will. And then we'll talk about latest launches as we uh, wrap up today's episode. So. Ty, Lou, we've got 10 or 12 pages of text or uh, questions here. Anyone you guys want to start with? Yes, but first,
1: I want to acknowledge that Champions League is back. I'm currently rocking my, it's actually my Jay Lings, my Jesse Lingard United kit. Jay Lings is now over at West Ham, put in some work yesterday. But Champions League is back. United is not in Champions League. United will be playing Thursday
2: in the Europa League. But why aren't they in Champions League?
1: Because they got knocked out. Like why you gotta go there?
2: I would join as discussed. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but it sounds like they're trash.
1: They could be better, yes.
2: But (laughs) what I want to
1: acknowledge is that in what other sport so Paris and Barcelona are playing today. In a massive matchup. And I don't believe there's another sport that exists that will give you that type of clash on a global level. And I'm excited about it. You got two you got Paris and you got Barcelona. You got Messi, you got Neymar, you got Mbappe. I mean, these are So if the Lakers play the
0: Nets, you're just saying it doesn't yeah. do anything for you. Uh
1: not not no. What about, like, Brooklyn, Tom Brady in
0: New York. and Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, Tom Brady Patrick Mahomes last week.
1: Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes compared to Neymar and Messi and Mbappe and, and their fame and Are awareness just about, like, is not even level? close.
2: Oh, okay, you're talking about, like, fame I'm level. talking about,
1: like, global awareness of those cities. I understand. They're also that much older. I understand. I, I thought you were talking about, like, greatness things. in their sport. I was like, well, No, like, yeah, but how long has football been played since soccer? Also, I thinking about this. As a baby, like one years old, think about how many kids kick balls compared to throw footballs.
2: Think about how many of them stop doing it because they realize it's dumb. No, <laughs> it's the greatest thing of all time.
1: So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge that. Also, I don't put uh, sugar in my coffee, but then I put Coffee Mate, which has sugar in it. So now I got to go to sugar-free Coffee Mate. It's just a...
2: Something I recommend.
0: Taller's thought of the day. Project you should try. You should
2: try uh, I do honey a little bit. Honey in your coffee. Change your life. Interesting. A sneaky little play. Yeah. What's up with that? It's just something I do. Like to sweeten it? Is it? That- yeah. It's like a little sweetener. That's not like bad. Do you do like butter in your coffee too? No. <laughs> no. Gross. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Just change. All right. Back to the cards podcast. Here we go. Let's do it. <sighs> um, I'll go first. Um. Do you this is an interesting question cuz I have a take and I want to hear what you guys think. Um from Luke Sports Cards 10. Do you think the prices of wax/singles prevent younger kids from getting into the hobby?
1: Ryan, you should go because you are selling wax and singles and you own a shop and you probably have the best pulse on this.
0: Yeah, so <clears throat> I don't believe so. Right? Like so when I was 10 and in cards i wasn't going to buy a hobby box of panini prism whether it was 120 dollars, what it used to be or it was 1250 dollars, what it is now i wasn't buying a hobby box at 10 years old right like like the price of wax like are, are kids not getting in because of that no the kids are still getting in right they just collect something different than you and i collect now Right. So there's a starting point for that age group. Right. It's dollar cards. It's five dollar cards. Like we have a two, five and ten box in our shop when everything's priced with stickers. We've got dollar boxes. We've got quarter packs or or quarter cards, um, you know, prices marked cards like you can buy. Like, let's say your favorite player is Nick Chubb. You can buy a Nick Chubb jersey card for six dollars. $8 $8 right like that that is affordable to a kid right yeah you know little johnny's not buying a Topps chrome psa 10 kobe bryant rookie but little johnny doesn't need to be buying a kobe bryant psa 10 Topps chrome rookie like there's there's different levels to this and yes there's definitely cards for kids now so no i don't th- yeah it, it makes it harder for a 16 year old maybe to buy a box of prism um you know once you get a job it takes it takes more money to get that than it did when i was younger but, yeah, I think kids are uh, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there were a lot of kids in our store, tons of them. there There are definitely, definitely, definitely a lot of kids getting into this, um, seeing trading with their friends, all sorts of different things. there There are a lot of kids getting into the hobby now. Yeah, I was when you were talking, it was making me think of
1: uh, going to Learning Express, which was the toy store here in town in Montclair, growing up, which is where I bought my Pokemon uh, cards and like if i was lucky i would, my mom would get me two packs and they were like whatever maybe 6.99 or 7.99 a pack and so i think to your point like and i i wasn't for me it was pokemon cards that was really the only thing made a little bit my my little sister was actually into magic the gathering and she would go and like play in tournaments and all that and buy singles from shops with her friend um But the only cards I ever really picked uh, was just Pokemon, but it was a pack or two. Like you wouldn't go in and be like, let me get the box, (laughs) you know? And like, that wasn't how, and, and I think similarly that stuff's happening. Now the demand is just crazy. So maybe they're not accessible because people are picking them up and flipping them. But on a retail price, there's definitely still product at price points that kids can enjoy. Whether it's parents picking them up, you know, Don Russ paper football hanger. If they're in, if they're, you know, there, if they're in stock, what's happening is all us grown ass men are pulling up and buying the kids' stuff and flipping it on eBay because we're checking the schedules and doing it. So, but in small towns and different places, people are still getting access. There's definitely still product that's being put out at a price point that is consumable
2: for the entry level consumer. Um, Yeah, I, I, my, whenever I think about this, it's one of those like hobby myths that like people get worked up about, but doesn't actually exist. Like, like Tyler's saying, I don't, I was never a kid buying a hobby box of anything. And you were saying as well, Ryan, like, I was never buying a hobby box of anything. I was going after guys I wanted. If you like Hollywood Brown, I guarantee everyone there's plenty of Hollywood Brown lying around. You know what I'm saying? And for the kid who wants to get in this to make money, like, hey welcome to the show like you got to do what you got to do to make money like that's how it works so we're not just gonna give the kids free like cheaper stuff because they're kids that's just not how life works so whenever i think about this i'm always like well either they're gonna get the stuff that they want because the singles they want are available or they're gonna have to grind like everybody else so mm-hmm. um that's always been how i landed on it and like tyler's saying if they want to rip a box there's plenty of score football line
0: around yeah, you know
2: what i mean an immense amount
0: and one of the things that we do is, like, I'll try to carry product that's, you know, uh, we've got some 2014 boxes in there, right? It's still got Devonte Adams, Mike Evans, Derek Carr. Like, there are still guys in there, and it's $170, $150, 100, you know, 120 The price point's different. Right. The newness, the new shiny object with Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow makes that stuff so much more appealing. But there are options out there for like there are levels to this and there are different options for everybody. It's like
1: Lego. You can go and get like your, you know, 1499, like little couple guys in a smaller box. You can get the thirty nine ninety nine and you're probably catching on a birthday. It's not like a, you know, post Dentist office pickup. It's more of a like a birthday thing, you know. And then you got your Christmas, maybe sixty nine seventy Hanukkah, whatever. Little kids that like Lego aren't getting the Burj Khalif, you know, Lego Architect City Pack. That's
2: flipping not how. Stockx, like it's just. It's not how it goes. And the other thing is, I was thinking, was like most kids probably don't even want to buy boxes. They want to do like breaks, right, Ty?
0: Yeah, or just watch. I, other I think open like, them on YouTube. Yeah, like I was, or just like, go to a card store and go through dollar boxes. Yeah, I can or, you. yeah we have a like, lot of that. Just,
2: there's like a thousand different directions. It doesn't have to be that they have to have boxes. Like, let's not pretend that kids can't find have a fun time doing cards and literally anything as long as it's cards related. Yep, aligned. Yeah. Next question
1: Who was that? Who asked that question? Do we have that was socials? Luke,
0: Luke sports, sports cards and... 10. No, hey, wait, Ty. I got Dude. a good one, but I will. It is very interesting. There are Jason sent us ten pages of, of questions. There are eight questions on each. I would wager to guess at least seventy percent of these questions are about anything other than baseball, basketball, or football.
1: They're yeah, yeah the majority of them are not. About They're baseball. not. Yeah. I see
0: Marvel. I see Serena Williams. I see Pokemon. Mm -hmm. I I see Pele, Harry Potter, Mm. like that. That is very, very interesting to see what's on this list. But Tyler, let me interrupt.
1: Serena mentioned in last episode for 1900 PSA 10 sold last night for 16 grand. Yeah, we got to dig into that for a second. That's from six, one, four cards at six, one, four cards. This is my question that I'm going to hit. And the first as answer aspect we can focus specifically on the sport that you guys all know and love but then it's more of a macro question that we can address that we've talked about from chris two zero riddles at chris two zero riddles on instagram tyler's thoughts on virgil van dyke is it a good investment even though he's a defender so virgil van dyke is uh, the uh, starting center back, arguably one of the best defenders in all of uh, proper footy, starts for Liverpool. He took a brutal, um, unnecessary injury uh, this past season, and he hasn't been playing towards ACL. He's been out. He was really their rock. Uh, he got signed by Liverpool and has kind of like became one of the first culturally relevant in modern times badass defenders there's been a ton of them that's probably a, a bit out there but he was like the guy i'm trying to think of he was like the way ray lewis had, was the guy he kind of started making and the he changed the whole market for teams going after center backs realizing their impact that they could have um beast he's been out liverpool's been hurting because of it To answer the question, thoughts on Virgil van dyke is it a good investment even though he's a defender? No, is my answer. No, is my answer. Uh, And I, I say no because there's a world in me that would say yes because of how big of a beast he is, but opportunity cost based on other players and things like scoring goals, it just doesn't even compare and compete. And... Those guys will always, you know, Virgil really got to the tip of like, what would be credit wise for a defender success. But my answer is no, because from a media and cultural perspective, the people that score the goals, the people that cash the ticket will always in all sports get the most love. And I think we've seen that numerous times over and over. And this is where I want to hand the conversation to you guys on football basketball what have you even in as the market matures day by day by day it's even more so going to super legend quarterback goal scorer goat not yeah, seems- prospect on someone that might end up being that
0: well it seems like this would be comparable to like a like a, a baseball and pitcher or a pitch, pitcher pitcher in baseball yeah yeah uh, a pitcher in baseball right it's like you know they're they're great right Clayton Kershaw is awesome, right? He's been amazing. Has a World Series now, but you're, you're most people are going to buy Mookie Betts before they're going to buy Clayton Kershaw, and that's just the way the markets decided. Now, is that an opportunity long term? Maybe, right? Is somebody were like, hey, man, pitchers are great. Pitchers are people too. Doesn't seem like doesn't seem like my uh, you know play of the week type move though to go out and buy a pitcher.
1: Yeah, and I think it's probably important where he, Chris worded it. Is it a good investment? even though he's a defender, what I would say is your investment money is better suited going elsewhere. As a collector, if you're a Liverpool fan, if you like the game of soccer, do I think he's nasty? Do I think uh, picking up an immaculate of his would be beautiful? Do I think that his Netherlands, the, that orange kit, like carries a lot? Do I think visually he's absolute stud of a human and paired with that and getting a, you know, a patch auto of his in, in, uh, the KNVB, the Netherlands look is a beautiful thing. Do I think that the demand sits there heavy? No. Lou thoughts on soccer defenders.
2: Um, <clears throat> the way <laughs> 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 the way I feel about power Defenders is um, similar to the way that I feel about Top Shot Interesting. in that I have a deep disdain for both of them
0: <laughs> I'm not going to lie I'm going to be the next person that comes around on Top Shot I just need As... some more research Yeah listen, if you're highly to... into
2: making so... short term money then yeah
0: uh, I had so many i cannot wait to have a conversation with this part too because there were so many people that uh that that reached out about this it was just crazy I just saw
2: some i just saw a video of a train going through a, a soccer pitch <laughs> in the midst of a match, so that's what I'm thinking about currently can i can we talk about serena
1: yeah for sure yeah so
2: yeah. over the weekend so last week we talked about the play of the week had that one card that was like a raw the base Serena, fourteen ninety nine. Yes, and uh, over the weekend one popped at fourteen k. So is that the glossy of one hundred? No. So this is what Jesus. I'm getting at here. So, no, but so this is what it I'm was getting at. It a mistake. Here. I think somebody messed up and didn't realize what they were bidding on. You think it's a heavy like message? Like I bid on the wrong card. Cancel order. It feels like a big time bid on the wrong card situation because. There's a lot of those around, like a lot. The Serena, yeah, the horizontal Serena. I think there's plenty of those floating around, like a thousand
0: um, or like ten thousand, like, like ten,
2: yeah, like closer to ten. Wow. So just wanted to point that out for everybody. I mean, the guy <laughs> bought it raw for fourteen bucks yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like, I, I would say everyone just be aware of that if you are looking into Serena cards. There's a NetPro glossy. That's the one that's the rare one. That's of a it's of a 100 or a 1000. 100, I think. I we can, think someone should double check that to a 100. Uh but there's a numbered version and then there's like a base mm-hmm. version. It's kind of like a chrome versus a base. This is kind of like a cool.
0: similar run up we had with like the Tiger 10. I th- I think this is based on
2: I, I'm pretty sure this is based on Confusion because there's no shot. I mean, it, I might be dead wrong, but if that's the case, if these base ones are going for fourteen grand, the net pro glossies are going to go banana land, and I just don't see that. So she is balling. She just took it to hallep. She's in the semifinals.
0: All right, I got a question. Bring it. This is from utter back m on Instagram. It says a lot of us are priced out of vintage tops chrome. What are the best second tier products? For for basketball? Let's assume basketball.
1: Let's assume basketball. And let's assume that when he says we are priced out or she, we are priced out of, meaning we don't have, are you looking to invest or collect? I'm not sure. But something let's that's become very clear least. that I've learned probably over time is that if you feel you're priced out of a card at a PSA 10 or PSA 9, look at the PSA 5s or 6s. If you're approaching this from an investment-ish perspective, a PSA 6 Messi just went for 14 Gs. And as most people are feeling remorse for not picking up the 9 or 10 earlier, they're sitting there and saying, Oh, I could have. I could have. Okay, this is me. I could have. I was aware. I knew it. I was sitting on da-da-da. And then they didn't just go out and pick up a 5 or 6 because that stuff runs up as well. Go look at the PS- the Jordan 86 flare PSA 1 market.
0: So, you're, so just to answer his question, you're saying don't I, buy a Bowman Chrome. You're saying buy a, a Bowman Chrome 9. You're saying buy a Topps Chrome 6.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that. And uh, what it is, is it's kind of largely my own learnings. And probably that if you've listened to all 34 shows of this, the energy you've got is like, oh, go look at alternatives. I think a newer thing that I've been trying to pay attention to is go find lower PSA grades.
0: For the point of... This discussion, this question only, the, hey, I can't buy tops Chrome. What do I buy? I'm going to disagree completely. Okay. I'm going to say I would mu- – like if it's different to me, if it's an 86 Fleer card and it's the paper, you know, the sticker or the Jordan, right? Th- there's a difference there because there's only one. With LeBron, in my eyes, I think I would rather have a Bowman Chrome refractor that is serial numbered as a nine rather than a tops Chrome PSA 6. Like, look at the tops Finest LeBron Refractor. Like, those, like, tops Chrome, or, so you got tops Chrome, and then you're going to go Bowman Chrome, tops Finest. I, I think there's a lot of other plays there, but those would be my next two. But I would much rather have a 9 in any of those than a 6 of the main.
2: I was going to say, right between the Bowman Chrome and the ref- the Finest Refractors, I feel like the finest is such an underrated card for LeBron. The O three finest is criminally underrated.
1: I like the I like the O three tops collection.
2: That's a great card. That's a great card too. But I like the, the design. If we could pull it up, Ty, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a link. Let's keep talking. Mm-hmm. But like the yep. O three LeBron finest uh refractor, the design <laughs> of that card is so far, I said my mic. I'm so another
0: sorry. one. Another one from that time period that it's uh pretty popular is the tops pristine. Mm-hmm. So there's there's three different variations in that one. I believe it's an A, B, and C. Um, and I think a couple of those are numbered. They're numbered pretty high. I want to say like fifteen hundred or something outrageous. Um, but I think this very similar to how I feel about the KD and the Curry. Is I think the serial numbered thing will play out long term. Right, that that limited production is going to matter. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by that. So, I would say Tops Finest, Bowman Chrome, Tops Pristine. Um, those are some of the ones I would look for. Again, if we're just assuming Tops Chrome and right around that LeBron rookie year period.
1: Yeah, yep. uh, I, you, I, you make a great counter uh, point to to mine because again, I was probably going through the lens of. Messy, like these older players where I think the market is more established on what the card is, where the LeBron, what is kind of fascinating is obviously the O three 3 tops Chrome kind of went out in the lead. And now people are realizing that he's got a ton of different rookies. What I what I'll maybe readjust or advise my uh, take to is that don't try to fight the market. I think a lot of people try to spend time outsmarting the market or finding gems only to realize that nobody cares and it's still like the cards that's my thought on anything prism ronaldo and Messi. i'm like you're trying to just be smart because you're you feel you're priced out of the 9 10 8 of their you know ronaldo 137 or the messy mega cracks all that versus just going down because that's a card Gretzky, OPG. When the ten went for a million, you should have been buying threes rather than like looking for every other Gretzky.
2: Yeah, it's we talked about that. It's, it's the thing where like everyone wants to be the smartest person in the room, and you're like trying to make up things that don't exist. It's like, hi, this is right in front of your face. Just execute on that rather than trying to do something else.
1: Yeah, unless you have the unique ability. Like certain people, it, it all comes back to storytelling and demand and how. Markets move in that regard. If you're like the Gretzky guy and you've been, you know, collecting Gretzky for 45 years, you probably have a bit of like either sway or know the thing. But if you're just looking for a card, like, and you go pick up the first Prism Gretzky you see and the same price as a PSA 20 Peachy, like, it also depends what you want. Do you want it to look good on your desk or are you trying to make some profit and sell?
2: Yeah. Questions? I have one. Uh, I actually, didn't combine two questions. So the the first question came from card collector one four two seven. Wow, Cole, he's, he's a family. part of the family. Yeah, he's a, he's part of the Ryan coaching tree. Um, he said, "Will we ever see? <laughs> will we ever see Luca base tens drop below a thousand? If they did, would you buy them?" So that's question one. And then the other question was, please hold. Hold. The second question was. Is now the time to buy ultra modern? I'm trying to find that person's uh, handle. I will find it, but I'm combining. Does Luca ever go below a thousand? If so, do you buy them? And then, how do you guys feel about what's currently happening with ultra modern cards? Ultra modern cards being anything like 2012 or later.
0: So, so Santiago. So it's S. So this is the. Is it time to buy ultra modern? Was looks like Santiago Zalaz? S-A-N-T-I-G-O-N-Z A L Santi Gonzalez H. It got, there it's we go. his name it's his name combined. Santique. There we go. Try to spot all out, give him some love. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw this getting a lot of traction on uh, social media the last couple of days. I know sports card investor had kind of mentioned it. Um, yeah, it I'm not sure how to answer this. This seems uh it's hard to say. Like like I think Many of us would say we're probably guilty of it. That like, when you're in the moment, it just seems like the moment's gonna last forever. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, the card market's on fire. Like, it was. It reminds me so much of like July of last year when everything just had this massive run up, and I'm like, dude, why would you sell anything? It goes up every day. The next, the next time you sell it, you know, we we're just talking about this this arena on last week's episode. It was nineteen hundred dollars. Now it's fourteen grand in a week, right? It's like. So it's hard to say that, you know, hey, is, is modern now the time to buy? And it's like, well, is Kobe stuff going to go down in the next two weeks? Right? It's, it's man, I, I, I guess I answered it with a question with a question. But I, I, I just think so much of the market right now is focused on the goat stuff because I, I, I feel like the supply of that stuff is a lot less than the, the ultra modern
2: what I always come back to on when I'm thinking about the ultra modern and when I say always come back to it's the last like two weeks of me thinking about it is like, <laughs> is like my hope is because they are, it's inevitable. Luke is not going to be 1300 forever. That's just not how it's going to be. So when they come back, how much of it is based on performance, I would imagine that there's going to be a little bit like there's going to be some sort of movement come playoff time. Right. And then who's going to be in the mix then? It seems like it's going to be Mitchell, Embiid, Giannis, Jokic, Jokic, Luka. Those seem like the guys that are going to be in the mix. Oh, and Booker as well. Booker is is the other one that's like a little sleeper option. So when those come back, how are people going to react to a Donovan Mitchell card that's currently sitting at 350 or whatever? Last time I looked, it was 350. I think it's closer to 300 now. So how are people going to look at that card in relation to? all right, I could buy uh, four Donovan Mitchell base cards right now, or I can buy one silver. Like, is it going to go into more of the rarer modern? And is the base stuff going to be completely gone? Or is there still going to be a marketplace for those modern base cards uh, as like a day trading asset? That's something I'm thinking about. Uh,
1: will Luca dip below 1000 and is it a buy? It will dip below 1000 and it might be a buy. I don't think they're not that good this year. I think things change fast in this league. The Mavs aren't that good. He is very good, incredibly good. Uh, so, 12 months from now, if they are third in the conference, will there be more heat? Yes. But I will say that I think we recently we've been saying oh, everyone's focused on the goat market. I think people are saying that. Generally, the consensus in the hobby, everyone's focusing on goats. I actually think it's different. I actually think everyone, people are waking up to the supply and demand equation. And I think that it's more interesting to think about someone, one of my closest friends, Martin, who is like quant, math, quant, math, quant, math, makes just like weird plays he's going after drew holiday gold tops uh tops gold right now. And I think that there's just more pressure on the supply and demand conversation. And that's what I worry about Luca, because whether you look at 2012 prism, which you kind of denoted as modern, there are supply constraints on players. If you keep working to find them and I'd rather prospect on drew holiday than Donovan Mitchell right now in a world where there's I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but a significant amount less of Drew Holiday in a world where they're going to be playing in the conference uh, championship and Donovan Mitchell. Yes, they're number one, but take the pop into equation and like where he sits. I think that it's, it's not about goats versus modern. It's about supply and demand. That's why Booker silver is such a banger card. The population is just so low. And so You might see a detachment from where you said numbered, colored prism, and you know, like silver, sometimes at a higher pop, sells for more than certain colored. I just think over time that you'll see those things reach an equilibrium. Colored prism, numbered stuff will have a a, a higher uptick than just like the base.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to watch this and watch it happens over the next month as we prepare for Dallas. Again, is what? What are the you know, what's the the vibe of the market leading up to and at the Dallas show?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Will it be the same thing that happened you know end of January, or is it going to be something completely different?
1: I worry about it with Marvel, big time, big 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 time. About what? About supply. I mean, like Mbappe prism was one of those things where it ran up and then all of a sudden there was so much graded. And, you know, the base prism has come back down and is a healthy selling all day at 800 right now, which I think is a beautiful thing. Um, But I think in the next six months, the amount of Marvel cards that are graded are going to get scary for $3,200 boxes.
2: They're way more than $3,200 boxes now.
1: Yeah, I, I was go, trying to go conservative. What are they at now? Four?
2: I'm pretty sure a couple popped at five Jeez. At, at a certain point. I'm pretty yeah, sure.
0: Worries me. Definitely something to watch. I got, a, I got a good one here. And then I think we can kind of play this off a bunch of other uh, – off of a theme I've seen in some of these questions. So I'll ask it open-ended and I'll kind of bring it back t- together. But it's from Prime underscore Finders on IG says, with all the new releases coming, which are you guys most excited for? Mm. I will start Select Football.
2: You know what? I was going to say Select Retail Football. I'm very interested to see what happens with Select
0: Retail. Yeah, that will be very, very interesting. Give your reasoning, Ryan. I just like select more personally. I mean, right. Collect what you like. Uh, It's I like the field levels. I think the field level base and field level silvers are widely underappreciated compared to so many other things. I would much rather have a field level silver of Joe Burrow than a prism silver of Joe Burrow. That's just personally, I'm not saying for investing. I'm not saying for this, that, or the other. Just personally, I would rather have the field level. I think it looks cooler. Uh, they also have the XRCs. That is a major selling point. Those are super, super collected, right? So it's a, we've talked about this before on the show. It's a redemption for a guy that's coming in the next draft, and it comes in the prior year's release. So QB1, per se, w- would be likely Trevor Lawrence. But you don't know that until that player is drafted. So they have a lot of popularity on, on draft day. Um, you just you know the tie dye patch autos, the gold prism. Uh, you know the or the gold field level rookie, the gold premier rookie, what I mean, there's multiple variations to it. I just, yeah, I, I think Sluck's probably my favorite football product of the year. um and I know panini put it put up some information on their website about it yesterday that it said it's coming soon. so it means we're probably getting close to it here and gonna start counting down down the weeks, but that's what I'm looking forward to.
2: Is there any information on what they're putting in the retail? Is it just gonna be like a different it'll probably just be a different parallel, right?
0: I have no information on it. I haven't seen mm-hmm. anything on it other than the sheet on Twitter that everybody else seemed to saw. Everybody else seemed to see that was like, "Hey, retail's coming, but it'll be pushed back." That's really all I've seen about it. So I don't know anything about it.
2: I always say that. I mean, the retail craze is out of control as it is. But I've been dying for some for one of these releases to have something absolutely insane in the retail product. Like, what if? What would your reaction be if I told you they put they only put the
0: XRCs in the retail product? That would be insane, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like Genesis parallels in. But the you know, XRC
2: is so much bigger than Genesis. I feel like. Am I wrong about that?
0: I mean, a Zion Genesis was like at one point like three thousand dollars raw. I mean, that's that's pretty big. Yeah, I guess that's true.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like. Select football, I agree with you. I think select football is really, really big. Um, The thing I was looking forward to the most was Top Series 1, which came out and I got crushed in like the three breaks I did. So um, I have to think of something else. Tyler?
1: I am fired up for, obviously, this is obvious, couldn't be more obvious, Panini Premier League Prism. Yeah, yeah. uh, Which... I believe it's next week ish, towards the end of the month. And then the other one I'm super pumped about, but I don't want to botch it, is the upcoming golf release. Is uh, I, I believe it's one. the upper deck Articles. artifacts. Articles. Yeah, Articles. yeah. I just think it's going to be huge. When I think about what golf is, when I think about the money that's in golf, when I think about degenerates, when I think about rips, when it, all this, I think that product is going to be it's going to be big and a lot of fun. And I think there's going to be some relics in their pack. The whole nine. It's going to be. So, so I, I I love all of those. And I'll say this, you say, collect what you love soccer and golf are like two of my favorite things. And I'm getting my hands on those products. Love
2: it. Um, I (laughs) would pick um, for me. I'm going to pick contenders, optic football. I love contenders, optic football. Those cards have always come across to me as some of the most clean cards that exist. I love the color parallels of the autos and everything. I to this day I still think I, I'm not even sure how I feel about the guy anymore, but like I have been thinking about buying a Daniel Jones red contender topic auto for like seven months now. So like that is like a literal thing that I think about. I to me, I've always loved that card and I'm excited to try to get like a Herbert Blue um or something like that.
0: Yeah, that'll be that. That's going to be a big release. I I agree with you on those. I think there's some value in Contenders. Optic. It's I agree. It, it's got that shininess that everybody loves in the hobby with Select Optic Prism and all clean. This stuff. And you've got the Contenders, which is the brand, but they sell for a fraction of the cost. So I agree. It's very interesting play there. Um, but the one the reason I bring this all up is a lot of the questions I'm sure you guys noticed are about the upcoming, which I believe is Friday, Shining Fates release. And I think this is worth talking about because it has been a consistent conversation in my shop. And I've seen a lot of people online about it, uh, online talking about it. Some of the Pokemon guys I have in shop swear by this product. So I just want to kind of get your guys' feel for it. Are you excited? Um, do you anticipate it doing well? Again, we had a bunch of people ask about it, so figure we might as well at least discuss it.
2: I'm sure it'll be popping. Um, but I think Pokemon, uh, the company like drew a line in the sand where they were very much like, Hey guys, we're going to print a lot of this stuff. Um, and so they were pretty clear about it with the, with the McDonald's thing. And so I think that same rule will apply going forward. So at, I'm sure they're going to be trying to meet demand requirements. Um, and I would imagine there's going to be a lot of that stuff floating around um, for a uh, rip perspective. Awesome. that the, the art. Wait. Yeah, the R worker is super cool on the Shining Fates. Um, but as far as, you know, quote-unquote investing or buying to resell, unless you're doing something really quick, I don't see it.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Lou. That's the one thing I just don't love about Pokemon is that I love about sports cards. It's just, you know, when Panini prints Prism Hobby Basketball Boxes, they, they just can't print a bunch more of them and they're not going to right you got serial numbered cards you got things that have to be in there Pokemon can print whatever they want whenever they want as much as they want right there's no there's no restrictions and that just keeps you know that that makes it hard i mean just doesn't it doesn't do anything for you in terms of like the the resale product like it did you know originally the wizards of the coast type stuff again i'm a, a novice in Pokemon um but that's the one thing is i enjoy collecting like product sealed product for basketball football that kind of stuff um i wish the pokemon had a little bit more of that that ability um i would love to know from a pokemon guy like if someone that collects pokemon a guy or girl um you know is pokemon is shining fate something you will you're able to hold for five years right are you willing to commit to five years because while some of the product we buy now is good for like if you buy prison football on release day, it was, you know, what, 900 bucks. It's up to 1400. So that's a quick, that's a pretty quick turnaround. Pokemon. I get that is not like that because they printed so much, but what about five years from now, if you're willing to hold is Pokemon sealed product, a five year hold, can you do something with that? I would love to learn more about that, but yeah, I'm excited for the product for sure. I think it's going to do super well.
1: I think Pokemon uh, has been around And I think that Pokemon is a very smart company. And I think that Pokemon understands um, uh, resale and all that jazz. And with the McDonald's thing, I I think we would be um, not being thoughtful if we didn't feel that everything that's either happening on on the McDonald's release and people going to the. McDonald's and buying an them out. They knew it was all going to occur post Malone thing. So I think they're spot on. And I, um, what I've been confused a bit about, but i try to remind myself the market is the market is the demand over the new stuff comparatively to the demand over the OG stuff at least. But what I'm realizing is it's not necessarily about the graded, people are loving ripping the new product and chasing the new stuff which surprised me because if you are between 25 and 35 I didn't I thought OG Pikachu, OG Charizard would be too powerful and too um, nostalgic to care about a Vmax Charizard but boy have I been wrong because people just love ripping these hidden fates shiny this whatever whatever and i'm just like yo why does first edition psa 10 charizard or sorry charmander squirtle bulbasaur ivysaur charmeleon like why is that not happening why is it not moving and i think it's just because from a content people like the new stuff they're like ripping Mm, that's what's happening so i've been a bit thrown off about that but overall I'm still very, very, very long. Probably the longest of all things on um, first edition OG Pokemon stuff.
2: Yeah, there's nothing I feel stronger about in anything to this yeah. day. Cool. Yep.
0: Decided to talk about it once it comes out. All right, I've got a couple questions already in. Lou's got a couple tied yet. I don't know how many you've done. Let's
1: see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's a little more. I can find one more here for the boys. Um why are baseball prices significantly low? Did you ask this?
2: No.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Is this card collector 1116 the same guys? he doubling up?
0: It's card collector 1147, I thought.
1: I mean
2: it's the Ryan Johnson coaching tree. <laughs>
0: Great taste in that
1: card underscore collector 1116. Why are baseball prices significantly (laughs) low compared to football and basketball?
2: The answer is people like this younger people like the sport less, and younger people are doing a lot of the uh, I think are doing a lot of the have been doing a lot of the trading. So, uh, I, I believe that. We are due for a serious increase when it comes to Mike Trout, um, which we kind of got a little bit. It's up over, I think it's over like four k now, five k. So like that one, that one had a jump. But like last night, I was not last night, two nights ago. I was thinking about like Mookie Betts. I'm like, huh, Mookie Betts, kind of has been more successful than not. Kind of has definitely been more successful than Mike Trout, and is not getting close to the respect that trout gets. So um, I was thinking about that. Uh, I do believe that we're going to have a nice, fun baseball season this year. That could just be my own personal bias, but when it comes to guys like Soto and it comes to guys like Robert and Tyler's been taking a picture for 10 minutes. um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I I just think those guys are exciting. And if baseball decides to let them be exciting, it'll be very good for the sport. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that is my hope. And I do believe that they will always be below Uh, baseball will continue to be below football and basketball basketball the most but uh, i do think it deserves more love
1: i just don't see much if at all cultural relevance happening in the sport and with all that you can be Thinking about right now and the explosion Of everyone working from home and internet And options and all that The the only thing Baseball might have going for it is If like Because now everyone's working from home those day Games might get spicy For people the same people That are buying cards Betting on games during the day Um, Yeah I mean like day games Are so in play Pay-game wagers are great, but there's just not – I just baseball – I'm sorry. Baseball is going the other way of soccer.
0: On – yeah, yesterday. Juan Soto Tops Chrome, PSA 10 rookie, sold for $550 on eBay. On Thursday, January 1st, there were two sales that averaged $408. That is roughly a 34% increase. In five weeks, Uh, how much hotter do you want baseball to be than a 34% increase in five, six weeks? That seems like it's hot to me.
1: You're not wrong. It's very hot. There's
2: confusion in the ecosystem.
0: Yeah, it's not like – yeah,
2: I don't know. I I think it's because – here's why. Because our podcast, other podcasts, other content creators don't talk about baseball because a lot of people don't watch baseball the the marketplace is there Base, like we've said this from the beginning of the show the baseball marketplace is like the most loyal that's like the ogs of the ogs are buying baseball cards so to me i've always felt great about baseball but the quote like tyler's right like there isn't that much buzz and like cultural stuff around it but i do think the market is strong and i do think it's going to have a really i think baseball's going to have a really interesting year cards
0: wise yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to watch. But I feel the baseball market is hotter than you know. The, these cards move pretty quickly on Facebook, right? If you're any, if you see any of the Razes or what anything like that on Facebook, like quick, those cards do not struggle to fill. There are people that are wanting those, right, wrong, or indifferent. It's just that that's there seems to be some some buzz around some of that PSA ten star stuff.
2: I will say I might have been dead wrong about baseball, where I thought flagship would overtake Chrome. It seems like Chrome is really just hot punching me in the mouth.
1: We're going to Wayne coming in hot to Wayne.
2: So right, it seems like, the, like there's going to be 60 tables there. That's the buzz at the moment. It's going to be a relatively small show, 60 tables. Um, but we're going to go, we're going to figure it out. I want to get really active there. I'm going to bring my dad. Me and my dad are going to have a blast. Tyler's going to come. Yeah, I'm pulling up. It's going to be great. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Ba- actually, Just real quick, put some respect on baseball's name. 15,000 pop card. Like the Soto base is a 15,000 pop. Since January 1st, the card has seen a 30% increase since January 1st. Not a lot of things with 15,000 pop doing 30% increases right now.
1: Timing. Cycles and timing. Uh, Wayne sorry to confuse there is a card show happening on February 27th a week from this upcoming Saturday in Wayne New Jersey New Jersey home of the boys Ryan is honorary card collect add card collector
0: NJ nah. yeah not not going to be there <laughs> well yeah
1: that is uh that's what's on our mental. Um, how about... Real quick. Uh, real yeah. quick. yeah.
0: Latest yeah. launch is important because it is a massive, massive release week. Let's do it. Tops. So this is for Wednesday. Star Wars Signature Series, Panini Certified Basketball, and Upper Deck the Cup Hockey for 1920, The biggest hockey release of the year. Then you've got Pokemon Shining Fates comes out Friday along with Formula One Dynasty Racing for uh, for Tops, Leaf Flash Baseball, and Panini Limited Football. A full-, full That's a lot of product. List, a lot. Panini Football, Panini Basketball, you've got Hockey, you've got Star Wars, you've got Pokemon, and you've got Formula One Dynasty Racing and Leaf Flash Baseball. That's a lot of product in one week. That's a lot of product.
2: That is. Some deals. To be had on breaks, potentially.
1: I'm excited this to see what Michael happens. McDowell won the uh, Daytona 500. Yeah.
2: I mean, Interesting. let's not pretend that we care about NASCAR now. Uh, we're
1: out here talking about F1 cards. <laughs> and then <and> UFC's <laughs> popping. But, you know, what just went through my mind? Baseball.
2: <sighs>
1: People out here... Like myself, putting no respect on Mookie Betts' 30% increase. You
0: Meanwhile, you're no worrying problem. about
1: Michael McDowell, rookies.
2: Yeah, uh, look, <laughs> that's you,
1: bro. I'm, I'm trying to say.
2: <laughs> Michael McDowell. I moved a lot of Joe Adele this weekend. I was pumped about that. Fair.
0: All right. Fair. That is all we got on this week's episode. We will see you guys next week. Peace.
2: Mm. That's a wrap
1: on Card Talk this week.